Welcome. Well, you're at home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family. And we're so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home. We would love to hear from you. So send us an email with a question or a comment to jimandjoy at EWTN.com. Well, today our guest is Mary Hazeltine, and she is a Catholic birth doula, a childbirth educator, and Mary has written a book titled Made for This, A Catholic Woman's Guide to Birth. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. And she has a wonderful website, Made for This Birth Period, net slash about. So strongly mm -hmm. recommend her website. Yes. And so we, as beautiful women, we believe and what Mary encourages so is that God designed women, God designed men, God designed childbirth. He's a designer. He, one, of the, one of God's greatest attributes is his, what a great creator he is, right? right? And so it, this shouldn't be complicated. Does it get complicated? Yes. And so Mary has written this beautiful book made for this. So it's a guide to help you with pregnancy and birth and postpartum after pregnancy um, because women go through a lot emotionally, <laughs> spiritually, physically, hormonally. Um, does childbirth change you forever? Yes, it does. And it should. It's meant to. Yeah. I mean, how could you have this? I mean, I can remember being pregnant with our children and knew that I was having an intimate encounter with God in growing these babies in my womb. I mean, like, it was a miracle. It is a miracle. And Mary is going to speak to us about that and talk about her beautiful book. So if you're out there and you're just getting married, maybe you're thinking about get, getting pregnant, you want this beautiful book so you can navigate and be guided through this journey. And Joy, we did want to mention the 2024 Eucharistic Congress taking place July 17th through the 21st. For more information or to register, visit EW10.com slash Eucharist. Regi registering through EW10's link will get you $75 off the admission price. So plenty more to come. We'll be right back. It's such a positive show of lifting up the sanctity of, of birth of children. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Welcome back. We're at home with Jim and Joy, and today our guest is Mary Hazeltine. She is a Catholic birth doula, a childbirth educator, and Mary has written a beautiful book titled Made for This, A Catholic Mom's Guide to Birth. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com, and you can visit Mary's website, madeforthisbirth.net. Well, Mary, we are so excited to have you on at home. We loved reading through the book, um, learning a lot, and so much has changed 
but yet it's all taken us back to the original, right? Um, but first, tell our family a little bit about Mary, and um, then we're going to talk about the importance of childbirth. Sure. I am um, Mary Hazeltine. I've been married 21 years, um, and we have seven children on earth and one in eternity. Um, and I've been a birth doula and a childbirth educator for about 12 years. Um, and I wrote Made for This, The Catholic Mom's Guide to Birth. And I'm the creator of Made for This Birth, um, the website, and a, we have an app now as well to help mm -hmm. guide women through pregnancy and birth from a Catholic perspective. Right. And you could get that app on Apple or Android, right? It's on right? Apple right now. We're mm -hmm. hoping to get it on Android. Yeah, Pray right. for us. <laughs> Which is so important because um, every woman today, it seems, the younger generation, lives off that phone in their hand. <laughs> it's like a body part connected to them. And we've even, you know, we run a pregnancy medical center and we have actually called some of our moms, you know, to check up and see how they are in their pregnancy. And they are in labor and they are answering the phone. <laughs> We're like, no. Get back to what's really important. We could call us after you have the baby yeah. while this conversation. So what got you involved in being a doula? How did you get involved? And tell our family what a doula is and how did you get involved in it? So after the birth of my, I would say after the birth of my third, um, I really just fell in love with the process of childbirth, the transformation that it was for me for all three of those births up to that point and even our miscarriage. Um, it was such a transformative process, not just in body, but in mind, heart, mm -hmm. and soul for me. Um, and so after that third birth, especially, that's when I feel like God called me to, to really dig into what birth is about. How does this, I have a theology background, I have a degree in theology, and I, I knew there was a piece missing. There was something within the church that was missing of, of connecting these pieces together, that, that something spiritual had happened in these, in these births. Um, so I wanted to, to dig into that more, to learn as much as I could about the process of birth, and also how to support other women in having better births, because some of my friends and family were having outcomes that were um, unfortunate, and um, they were looking back on their births just with regret or with even trauma. Um, and I wanted to be a part of just saying, no, it wasn't meant to be this way. We, we, can, we can do something different. I can help. Just like through, through thousands of years, women came around to support other women when it came to birth, and that's what a doula does. So I learned about this role of a doula, and I, and I said, that's, that's what I want to do. I want to help walk women through their own unique pregnancies and births, because God's got a unique plan for each woman. And I want to walk with them and, and, and help them have that, that better experience that mm. maybe um, they wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. So a doula is someone, um, a birth doula is, is what I specifically am, is doula comes from the Greek word that means a handmaid mm -hmm. or a female servant. Um, so it, it's right in the Greek and it means um, a female servant. So we walk through uh, women with women through pregnancy and we go with them into their birth experience mm -hmm. and through labor, through birth, and then we support them a little bit postpartum as well. So we're there providing, um, we're not medical providers, but we provide spiritual support, emotional support, information. There's a whole lot coming at, mm -hmm. at women during pregnancy and birth and making decisions. So helping walk with them through the, all of that. Um, physical support in, during labor. You need a lot of physical support. Um, so we're walking with them and being kind of that, that older sister, mm -hmm. guiding them through. Um, so yeah, beautiful. So, yeah. You mentioned in, in your book, and there's so much in your book from every standpoint, 
theological, spiritual, practical, and so on. But you mentioned Our Lady serving as a doula. Tell yeah. us about that. Yeah, so I find it so profound that, that St. Luke, when he talks about, right after the Annunciation, um, Mary says, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Mm. And then what does she go to do? Mm -hmm. She goes to serve Elizabeth in her pregnancy and birth. And the word he uses for handmaid is doula. Wow. Right. So she's saying, behold, I am the doula of the Lord. She goes and she serves Elizabeth yeah. with the birth of John the Baptist. And you see in some of the, um, some Catholic and Christian artwork, Mary portrayed mm -hmm. at the birth of John the Baptist. So mm -hmm. I call her the first Christian doula mm -hmm. because that's what she was. Right. So that's yeah. how I try to model my own, yeah. my own work. Well, we have loved knowing that we would be interviewing you to have someone speaking so positively about birth, the importance of birth, of, of life, of, of children as God grants grace to, to make that happen with, with a couple. Um, it, it's at the center, at the heart, as John Paul II said, of Evangelium Vita, of the gospel, mm. that the gospel be, begins with a child mm. and that every child that's born into this world is a cause for joy. Yeah. Well, we certainly have lost that, you know, mm. in the West and in, in our nation. I hear again and again conversations on the news, you know, we're not replacing our, our birth rate, we're at the lowest level in how many years of having children, and they're kind of like scratching their head saying, well, why do you think this is happening? Mm. What's happening? <laughs> we shared in the green room, I gave you some reasons why I thought it was happening that are pretty obvious regarding contraception and abortion, and that basically we're creating a mentality that um, we are anti-children. Mm -hmm. You know, and some of that's in the church. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, why should birth matter, you know, for everyone, but especially for Catholics? Why should we be so excited about birth? And you mentioned a lot about God's design. Mm -hmm. The name of your book is, you know, you're made for this. Mm -hmm. um, so just share with us, why should this matter to the church, to our culture, to this time? Yeah, there's so many reasons. Um, so with every birth, first and foremost, a new image of God is being brought into the world. So that's a pretty big, big thing. So mm -hmm. at every moment, it should be, we should be recognizing that this new image of God is being brought into the world. And birth is also intimately connected with, with the marital act, with right. marriage. It's mm -hmm. the, the culmination of that act. So sometimes I think in the, in the church, especially, we, we, we can maybe recognize that, that God was there at the creation of that new human being. But sometimes I think we think he just kind of like, okay, now you're on your own. But mm -hmm. that's not how it is. God, God is involved in that intimately in that creation of that human being, but he wants to be involved intimately with every part of that pregnancy and with that birth. He doesn't wanna just you know, step outside the door of the birth room and leave us on our own. He created birth, he designed birth. And, and part of honoring and glorifying him is honoring and revering the design of birth because mm -hmm. he he did it on purpose. It wasn't a haphazard thing. He didn't make a mistake when he created us. So he could have, you know, created new human beings any way that he wanted to. We could have, you know, come out of eggs. We could have been dropped out of the sky. Mm -hmm. but, but he specifically designed the woman's body to bring forth life. Right. And how amazing is that? So we need to be very, very cautious about talking about birth in a way that, that is reverential mm -hmm. of that design, of mm -hmm. bringing that new image of God into the world in a very intentional way. And we should have a, almost a holy fear of, of intervening in it mm -hmm. too much because God knew what he was doing. Um, yeah. We should be intervening when it's appropriate to bring it back to that physiological design. Um, but always, always recognizing that God, the ultimate designer, the ultimate creator knew what he was doing. 
Right, and to the beautiful part in theology of the body, and we've had so many um, natural family planning people on our show. And, um, you know, when you think about a, a young couple getting married and preparing for marriage and um, understanding and being open to life, and the culture teaches them, get married, get to know each other, contracept, and then, oh, three or five years, whatever it is, now it's even um, when you get the house, when you get the two cars, and you're putting everything off um, so that you can acquire things as opposed to being open to life. And so I remember one of the presenters sharing just how beautiful it was that every time the, the couple is, you know, they're going to have the marital act, they're open. Is, is this what God wants? This is what we want? And we're open to it. And then the beauty, I mean, could you imagine then knowing you participated with God Almighty in the creation of this child, and then you're pregnant, and then just that whole beautiful part of the journey where, where the church is, seems to be a good percentage of it, null and void of all of that. We have so um, taken on the world and the world's mm -hmm. views. And so we're really, it's like coming up against that and saying, no, this is so natural. This is so beautiful. This is what you were designed for. And coming up against all those forces to say that it is unnatural have a baby or a baby is a burden we'd rather have pets than children you know it's like how did we get this far yeah yeah and, or that it's just a medical process right mm -hmm. or, yeah, yeah yeah or that it's yeah and so when you when you have clients come in and so when when you're educating are you finding in the church that you're having to almost reprogram them just in, with the education of it yeah, yeah, not even just in the church, but it, yeah, um, women as a whole, we, we don't have a lot of understanding of, of mm -hmm. our own natural physiology, right? From, from the very beginning of our, of, of our education, of, of who we are, we're bombarded with these messages that like your body's broken, your fertility is a liability, you need to get on the pill, you need to, you know, mm -hmm. um, and you need to be scared about birth because birth is this, you know, foreign, terrifying concept that we see in movies that it's, you know, women screaming and, you know, it's, and it's not, necessarily yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. um, so women, little girls are, are bombarded with these messages from a very young age. And, and even in schools, we're taught, we're taught how not to have a baby, right. <laughs> many of us, right. but we're never taught what normal physiology is mm -hmm. when it yeah. comes to pregnancy yeah. and birth. Yeah. So a lot of the women I do talk to um, have not had any education or experience of pregnancy or birth or what, what is normal? Mm. What is their body going to be doing? Yeah. Um, and their, their first experience of, of that is going through it themselves because mm -hmm. um, they, they haven't been surrounded by it in the culture because of, you know, the, the declining birth rates and mm -hmm. um, that contraceptive culture that we have. It's been really divorced from our, a lot of our experience growing up of being surrounded by women who were pregnant, who were giving birth and mm -hmm. who made it, we could understand the wide range of normal of, of what pregnancy and birth can look like. Um, and we kind of separated the last hundred years as well. We've separated that birth um, was brought out of the community and into the hospitals, even mm -hmm. the, you know, with, for healthy moms, it was brought into the hospitals. So it became something very foreign to a lot mm -hmm. of women. Um, and again, like I said, they, a lot of, of women don't start learning about it until they're actually pregnant themselves. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of unlearning to do. Like you said, a lot of, a, a whole lot of my work in the birth world is, is helping women unlearn what they've learned about their bodies, about birth, about what, is, what it can look like, about what's normal. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. That's it. 
You make such a powerful statement that we seem to have little problem educating our girls about how not to have a baby. Everybody, there's so many mm -hmm. people, if you say that, oh yeah, we, we got them on this, we got them on that. But we don't take the time to share about the wonder of having a child, how natural that really is, that there's a design there. And yes, things can go awry and, and happen. And so we might need intervention from the medical community or that might go totally awry and you miscarry. But this is, this is, this is life, this is natural. You were made for this, mm -hmm. you know, as a woman. You were made for this. And that, that could be really insulting, just the title of your book to many, many people. You're made for this. How mm. dare you tell me what I'm made for? <laughs> but again, you believe in natural design. You believe in the natural law. You believe only women can have babies. Now that's far out, okay? Um, but but we have to be out of some communities now. Yes. But we have to be witnesses to this. We have to be bold and share about this. When when we were reading your book, I mean, it was just the first page. I thought it was your testimony, but you have a lot of testimonies from other women, and you had a short line or two of a woman who just had a had a baby, and she says, "This is amazing. I I did this," and then it kind of describes what she went through. Yeah. In terms of the good, the bad, and the ugly, you know, it's painful, right? I mean, I was with Joy, you know, with, our, with all of our children, and what she went through, what she went through, I did think to myself, and I said, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a part of this, and should I ever do this again? I mean, look at the pain that she's in. <laughs> and you don't deny that. That's really there, the pain of that, and, and the sweat, and the tears, the fear. And yet, you talk about spirituality, you talk about, and, and you particularly minister to Catholic women, and you, you know, you say you're particip participating in the Paschal mystery. Mm, well, yeah. you don't hear too many women say that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, so and the body is divorced from the spirit and from design. Yeah. You know, even the church is not understanding mm. that the church, the people. Speak to us about integration. Because when I read that, I think there be, needs to be more witnessing to the transformative, awesome mm -hmm. power of what's happening to women. Some would say, I know what's happening. I'm in a lot of pain. But, you know, but then it's like you, you weave this into the Lord and to the theology of the body. Just share a little bit more about that because I think that's evangelistic. Yeah. Yeah. So our bodies speak a language, right? Our bodies are meant to, to share the gospel. And a woman's body does that in a very uniquely feminine way when she gives birth. Um, we have this a problem in the church and the culture as well, as you, as you alluded to. And this has been actually a heresy for thousands of years, this, this um, fragmentation of the body and the soul. Um, and when we're meant to be integrated, our body and our soul are meant to be one. And that's how we receive grace is through our bodies. Um, so when we try to think of, when we try to separate, you know, birth from, you know, separate these, these parts of ourselves, that's not a, a Catholic view of the human person. Our birth is designed to, to sanctify us, to make us holy. Um, and if a woman is, is called the physical motherhood, she becomes a saint through that birth, not in spite of it. Mm. That's part of God's plan for her. And she and her body becomes its own, like you said, its own unique Paschal mystery. As she enters into that, that Paschal mystery where she lays down her, her body for the sake of new life being brought into the world, even to the point where, where blood and water mm -hmm. are spilled. Mm -hmm. I mean, who does that? Remind right. us of, right? Mm -hmm. Our bodies speak of Christ's Paschal mystery, and, and St. John Paul II spoke of that as well. Um, so, yeah. It's that a that is incredibly beautiful, powerful, for women only, 
you know, <laughs> these guys, are, I don't know where they're coming from trying to get that, but it's of women only. And we thank, of course, you know, only the Lord, this is my body given for you, my blood given for you. And we don't want to usurp that place. But you're saying it is the Paschal mystery and women are invited into that in a unique way. And I guess that's a little bit about the feminine genius again. Yeah. Of We're united to him in that. We can say with him, this is my body, this is my blood. Mm -hmm. Because we want to be one with him. We want right. to, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God we have tomorrow to continue this conversation, to open up the book a bit more. And of course, you have a whole website that people can visit and go to. But thank, we thank you for all that you're doing you. to proclaim the wonder and, and the greatness of, of birth and women's role in that. So we'll be right back. We're going to take a break. There's plenty more to come. Please don't go away. So it's my great pleasure to have Mary Hazeltine with us. I was saying that she may or may not be with us, but she is here with us, so we've carried you over, and this is wonderful. And we just have a few minutes. But share with us some more about this mystery, because um, I, I think a lot of people do when they think about bearing a child, pain, you know, mm -hmm. pain. And yet you unite things together spiritually. You don't deny the pain, but it's there, and then it becomes uh, an intimate union with the Lord, the Paschal mm -hmm. Mystery. Um, and can also, you say, become redemptive for yeah. others. So just it share can be redemptive. It can be sanctifying and redemptive. It, the catechism even points out that the pains of childbirth can be remedies for the effects of sin, mm. which is so powerful to think about. Um, we have so many effects of sin in our world, right? But, but the pains that, that we encounter in childbirth or in, in motherhood in general can be can be redemptive, can help heal the world and ourselves from the effects of sin. So my, my goal in Made for This Birth is to help invite women into that beautiful reality of, of uniting their birth, uniting their pregnancy with our Lord, and, and being part of that story. Uh, what an invitation we have mm -hmm. to, to be part of that and to, to help redeem the world through yes. our pregnancies and births. That's well, and there, there is so much, there is suffering, and there is sacrifice. I mean, you, you, you give up so much as a woman when we become pregnant, and it's like, yes, I mean, the bodies change, our hormones change, we cry for no reason, we could be watching a commercial and all of a sudden we're crying. <laughs> I mean, everything just changes yeah. with inside of us, but what an intimate time to say, Lord, I don't, I don't even know what's happening to me, but mm. you know what's happening to me, because you made me. And you are designing this baby within my womb for your honor and your glory. And so you, it, for me, um, it was a spiritual journey. Um, we weren't Catholic at the time, but we did the Lamaze method, which is a breathing technique um, to kind of help navigate through your pain as it was. And I had a cross on top because we weren't in a Catholic hospital, but I had a cross in the room and our wedding picture underneath and that became my focal point because I knew Jesus was going to be with me and I knew Jim was going to be with me. And so we kind of, you go through that not to miss the spiritual part of it and just think it's physical, it's medical, God's absent. Mm -hmm. And so you teach women to bring God into that moment. Yeah. 
Yeah, those are some of the most profound moments of, in our spiritual life as women, I think. Um, they're so transformative when you get to the end of yourself and you think, mm -hmm. God, I, almost every woman gets to that point mm -hmm. sometimes where, where you feel, feel like I can't do one more, more second. Mm -hmm. But God just keeps giving you the grace. And now those are some of the most transformative moments spiritually and mm -hmm. physically for a woman. Uh, and our app actually brings in, um, we have a whole album where women can use it during pregnancy and birth yes. and it contains scriptures and affirmations and a rosary that's um, got all four, four sets of the mysteries that are that with prayers that are appropriate for pregnancy and for birth. So women are invited to play that in their pregnancies to prepare for birth, but also during the birth itself to kind of mm -hmm. surround the room and, and envelop the room in that prayer and those reminders that this is, this is worth it. This is spiritually significant. God, please help me through these moments. And to keep the environment holy mm -hmm. yes. and not fear-filled, yes. right? That's huge, yes. Mary, thank you again for being with us and thank God we have more time <laughs> to unpack the greatness of conception and of birth. You were made for this, ladies. Um, and perhaps not every lady will bear a child, but we're, you're made uh, to bring forth nurturing and, and what that is all about. So God bless you. All together, we'll build a new culture of life, mm -hmm. marriage, and the family. Bye now.